Socks are the number one most requested item at homeless shelters. Underwear second and shirts are third. At Bombas, socks were first, made with comfortable details for everyday wearing. Then underwear and shirts too, all designed to perfectly fit. At Bombas, every item you purchase means you're donating an essential clothing item to someone in need. One comfortable clothing item for you, one donated to someone in need. Bombas, comfort for all. Get 20% off your purchase at bombas.com slash comfy. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Not watching podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Marcus Taylor. I just wanted to mention the Oscars. Have you had a look at the nominations? Um, Any I've interest? Had a quick look. Um, I've got to say, I've um, Arrival. I was quite nice to see in there. Um, have you seen that now? I have seen that. Oh my cool. god, it's good. It's yeah, yeah, because it's a bit, it's got a second run, hasn't it? Yeah, so. yeah. I, I've. I saw you posted that. I think someone posted that on uh, Facebook, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "We're jumping on that." So we we went and saw that, and was just, "Oh my god, it's good! It's really good!" I really wish I'd seen it the first time around. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's my favourite film of last year. I just love um, the. I fact, don't think it's. I'm sorry, I love the fact that there's no initial crazy general, as there always is. Um, you know, whenever there's aliens, there's always some mad, wonky-eyed general wanting to bathe it in nuclear fire or something like that or you know you kind of think yeah apart from obviously you know one person who starts going a bit angry but it's understandable um it made me feel like the film was even more far-fetched because i mean this is all just in the wake of like what happened what's been happening in america and it's it's crazy to see a sci-fi film involving an alien invasion that involves them actually wanting to go and try and make mm. peaceful contact yeah because normally it's like let's get all the military involved uh and and shoot the shit out of the air you yeah. know like so it it takes a step back and uh poses some much more interesting questions and and has a message at the heart of it that is yeah. just beautiful, oh my god you know? the, the, yeah the story as well i kind of figured yeah. the twist out um before it kind of guided you to it at right. the end which I thought was quite nice but I thought the film was great without that twist even without that um, yeah I, I loved the idea of them coming up with well it's a mild spoiler but the idea of language shown in that film I thought was incredible um, yeah the way that they used it and figured it out and everything else and, and the fact that the aliens weren't anything that we'd really seen before I think that's what yeah, sold it weird. for me yeah they were like um, squid type creatures and I think that's what sold it I thought okay it's not elongated greys or blues or anything like that they didn't you know take the quick way out and it wasn't anything no. too close encounter she and I just thought I really really like this film um, yeah 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 I mean it's uh, it's got um, eight nominations arrival um, La La Land is leading the pack with 14 which yeah. is I think is 
tied it for the most nominations a single film has got ever. Um, I thought La La Land was fine. It it's it's um it's just Oscar fodder, you know. They love this shit. They yeah. they love films that are about Hollywood. Um, it's I, it's got singing in it. It's got dancing I in it. I do wonder whether it, with all the nominations, it might just be sort of stroking themselves because it harks back to the kind of golden age era of Hollywood style films. You know, there's yep. always one type of film, and that always seems to. I don't know, yeah, yeah. tick the biggest box and get the most attention. Not that I'm taking yeah. anything away from the film, because it might be a perfectly great film. Um, but I just I just think it's a bit strange seeing something like that go in and then suddenly sweeping the board for all these nominations and everything. And I'm, I think in a way, I think it might just be the kind of film that, that America needs right now, you know, after all the shit that's been going down. Mm, true. Um but the other the other big takeaway from the nominations I found well was well they made a big stink about it last year because of the amount of sort of lack of diversity yeah. in the nominations the nominees and I feel like they've kind of gone they've really compensated for that this year you know because mm. you've got like hidden figures um, lion moonlight uh, and fences all of which you know uh, feature predominantly. Uh, diverse yeah. actors you know um which is cool I, f- I sort of feel like either la la land is going to do a clean sweep or it's going to be like a big kind of we're sorry for last mm. year you know yeah um and there's going to be uh a bit of love for stuff like moonlight i mean i really want right to see or something in it they seem to get yeah. it right <laughs> yeah i feel well because the thing is after all that fuss they they did that big sort of um they invited a lot of people into the uh uh, into the academy which yeah. they don't normally do normally it's just made up of people that win or are nominated mm. um so they did that i think in, in in order to get not just like you know blacks and chinese and hispanic people yeah. involved more not just to leave it up but just to invite more younger people in because yeah. obviously you know i think the biggest critique is not so much the um non-ethnic diversity it's probably more the fact that it might be getting a bit stuffy yeah. You know, you've got a lot of the older people that kind of only really enjoy one type of film, whereas cinema's moved on. So a lot of the grittier stuff. I mean, I know The Hurt Locker did well when that kind of came out, but yeah. you could argue that was more probably towards its treatment of soldiers and respect towards, you know, the armed forces than towards yeah. the grittiness and the sort of way that films are made. Because, you know, the younger generation enjoy a different type of film these days to a lot of the people that might be on the panel days yeah but yeah it's it's a really uh it's a really diverse um set of nominees so diverse in fact that they even mel gibson has been let back in the club (laughs) after all his um well you know you do need the bad uncle (laughs) yeah i actually saw uh the movie blood father um at the weekend which was the film he made where he's playing like an old ex-biker who kind of his daughter gets in trouble so he ends up on a bit of a rampage and is actually decking nazis so i wonder why he went for that Uh, might have been a bit of a public uh, image situation going on there um but yeah no i haven't seen all of these films that are up for best picture so best picture you've got arrival we mentioned already Mm. uh hidden figures fences 
Lion, Moonlight, already mentioned, La La Land, of course, and then Manchester by the Sea, which I almost went to see, uh, but uh, I I was distracted. Um, Hell or High Water, which I really enjoyed, but came out much earlier in the year, and Mel Gibson's Hacksaw Ridge. Sorry? Is it Hell or High Water, is that the Western one? That is, yeah, that's yeah, like the I've modern day that Western, that's, okay. that's kind of more about the the banks <laughs> okay <laughs> so i think i think it had a good me- a, res- a message that i think resonated uh you know loudly enough for it to still be in contention nice. um yeah. but yeah um yeah so that's the oscars uh i i i mean yeah i don't really have any strong feelings about no. the actor actress awards I, cu- I just i'm think curious that- as to how it's going to be the next time round, though whether this is just going to be the one where they sort of give in and, you know, to all the social pressure and everything, and then whether next time round it's going to be any different. Well, um, that will be telling, won't it? Yeah. I think that I think this one is like almost a direct reaction, hmm. and it will be telling if next year uh, it's the same situation. But it be interesting whether or not like they do what they did last year again and invite more people in hmm. who are just working in the industry and not necessarily nominated. Yeah, true. Um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. At the rate celebrities are dying at the moment, it won't be at all surprising that you know uh, sooner or later the academy's going to be have a lot more fresh blood in it. So yeah, true. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, what else was there film-wise? Uh, I, I mean, there's some films. Oh yeah, there's some films I've seen which I should probably mention. Um, I saw T2 Train Spotting. Um, mm. Do you have any, any great affection for the original? Um, I saw it a couple of times. Um, I can appreciate it. I don't know whether it was ever something that kind of stuck with me. And like, oh yeah, other than obviously some of the scenes where you just like go, oh my god, do you remember that? You know, yeah, like Begby's diving into the us. toilet, babies crawling on the ceilings, and yeah, a, yeah, a very, all the surreal very brown stuff. Bed, you know, it's just like, oh my god. Um, oh yeah. But I, I yeah, don't know. I, I I do want to see the second one, um, but I think I might do like a. I might watch the original and then see the second one. Um, yeah. Only because well, I can't I really remember a whole lot about it. Um, well, yeah, I couldn't remember that clearly, but they had it on last weekend, and I was in, so I stuck it on. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad I did in a way because uh, the one thing that you come away from the original thinking and spoilers for uh, a 20-year-old film. <laughs> but uh, basically, he rips them off at the end, and I'd kind of forgotten that. Um, he basically runs, takes money and runs. Um, and so my big question that I had for the new movie going in was, what's Begbie going to do? <laughs> because he, he's a little bit uh, of a madman, and... Uh, yeah, so a lot of the film's about revenge, uh, and it's but it's also about uh, twenty years passing, okay. um, and, and it's really quite moving in places, you know, because as as much as the original movie was kind of about them, I mean the the the, the uh, big kind of motto of the original movie, the big message was choose life, and uh, you know uh, it spends a lot of the original film not dealing with that at all mm. and avoiding it. And so this is kind of about the consequences of choosing life and the passage of that amount of time and, uh, you know, old friends catching up and 
how much the world's moved on and it references the original in places it's still got that surreal edge to it but i thought it was i thought it was a fine fine attempt at a follow-up i think it uses elements of the follow-up book that was called porno uh, but that was set 10 years later and they didn't want to make it then. Apparently, Danny Boyle and Ewan McGregor fell out. They have mm. not been on good terms in in that time. So uh, there was a lot of, uh, you know, water that had to go under the bridge for this film yeah. to be made. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was fine. It, I didn't love it. Uh, I, I went with my sister. She enjoyed it. But it's never going to be the classic that the, uh, the first one was. But mm. I really enjoyed it. And I would recommend anyone who enjoyed the first one to check it out cool might have to at some point i might wait for it to i'm not sure whether it might be a cinema release for me though it might have to wait till dvd or something. uh i mean i i think for a lot of people it's a cinema film simply hmm. because it's one that they've been anticipating for so long yeah or... i can imagine it would be kind of like seeing a sequel to fight club or something yeah. like that. i would probably go and see that um i think fight club yeah. is like my train spotting <laughs> yeah well that's going to happen sooner or later yeah you know it i would love to um, see that but yeah no Trainspotting was i think Trainspotting was like the first film i saw at the odeon in chelmsford oh wow so it was kind of weird like <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was, it was kind surreal, of poetic. Wasn't it? yeah yeah no, my cinema um, experience wasn't quite so amazing my first film ever that i recall was a uh, superman 4 mm. no idea <laughs> that's no good no, the lightning strike outside was more interesting than the film. But I was very, very young. I was probably about, oh God, I don't know what age. Six? No. Probably about <laughs> eight, I think. Eight or ten, maybe. But yeah, I, think I was quite young. I think mine was Lady and the Tramp. One well, of the few Disney movies I've actually seen, like cartoons from that era. Yeah, um, yeah what other, what films have you seen then? You saw this Ouija f- oh, film God, you wanted yeah. to... Oh, um, God, Ouija Origin of Evil. It, evil it's it's actually a sequel um, right yeah, yeah i know a, i'm familiar with the series yeah but i've oh, never watched okay them. i'm not um i we we went to watch i think we passed the odeon we saw this and um we were like okay we we need to see that and then we saw uh we saw um that the original was on and we went to watch it and we couldn't get past about 10 minutes in because it just seemed right. It didn't grab us at all, so we went to watch this, and oh my god, I, it's it's something about this film that is like proper old school horror. And I know right. a lot of people say this kind of phrase, but it's very much like The Conjuring, that sort of okay. era in which it's an actual horror film. It's not necessarily going for the jump scares or anything. It's just outright creepy. freaky and creepy. There are some scenes, even now, I'm getting like a chill down my spine remembering them. Um, yeah. the little, it's got a creepy little girl uh, played yeah. by... Uh, what's her name? Lulu Wilson. I don't know what she was in, but she's called Doris Zander. And the basic premise, I don't know, I'm not going to spoil it, but the basic premise is on IMDb, is that they're a family and they do seances. Um, right. But the seances aren't real. Uh, you discover this right off the bat, uh, you know, it's, they're not real. It's basically a way for them to make money and bring people comfort. And so they get, oh, I see. Uh, and the daughter goes off to a party and they, they get um, a Ouija board. Um, yeah. The actual Hasbro Ouija board. 
it turns out Hasbro uh. actually launched this thing as a game. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, was that a real thing? Because <laughs> we're never, ever going to get one of them. <laughs> you know? um, and nah. it, it all kicks off from there. Um, you quickly realise that there's some things they didn't do and it starts it all off. They never actually mention it. And it just builds from there. It just literally keeps building. It reminds me of the old school poltergeist and everything else, the way... And like I said, and the conjuring, the way that it just escalates and escalates and escalates to the point where, yeah, this little girl just freaks me out. You don't, you don't, you do see the malevolent spirit, but you're more scared of the girl and the freaky things that she does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, it sounds good. I, I heard good things about this I when would it came definitely out. Say it's worth a watch. It, it was brilliant. Um, I'm a bit squeamish for horror films these days now, but yeah. Definitely, definitely great. And it it does things in which I've always wanted horror films to do, but they never do anymore. Whereas, you know, when they they put creepy things on screen, they always make it front and centre. Whereas this, the creepy things are often to the side or in the background or whatever. You know, it's it's all sinister. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not the not the movie sinister. No, though. no, no. It's all just literally just yeah, creepy um, and freaky. And I just I just thought it was brilliant. Cool. Um, I've I didn't want to put any list. spoilers on there, so I kept it as kind of vague. But I I really would recommend this film if you're if you're a fan of horror films. It's it yeah. doesn't do anything new, but it does it well. What it does, it does well. Um, yeah, I heard it was a real kind of yeah meat and potatoes solid horror film. Yeah. Like, cool all right um i have to mention one more film uh but i won't say too much about it because uh basically everyone needs to see this uh (laughs) it's called split it's the new film by m night Shyamalan, and he's uh had a bit of a sort of dodgy career i mean he started off as the golden boy with the sixth sense um and then he did unbreakable and uh, I think the village was all right, and Did uh, I think it was Lady in the Water where it all went a bit wrong. Signs, quite, yeah, that was that was all right. Yeah, I quite enjoyed uh, Lady in the Water, but it was different from the others. Um, I thought it, it was, was more. I thought of it more hell, as like an RPG set in an apartment complex. <laughs> yeah, you know. maybe. Um, anyway, and then he, there was the happening, mm. and uh, then he did. A film about the last airbender yeah which was avatar horrible and, and then, then i Devil? think he did a film yeah i've not seen that that's not um, too basically, bad basically it, his name sort of uh became uh not really a stamp of quality after a while hmm. um but i would say split is the first film i've seen of his that uh, i feel like he's back on form nice. so the basic setup is these three kid three girls are abducted by this uh, guy who becomes quickly apparent has multiple personalities uh, 23 of them in fact uh, so you know he'll open the door one time and he's just this guy with glasses uh, then he'll be like wearing a dress and ever so nice and then he'll be like this girl, guy in a tracksuit who's like a kid um, and it's quite weird and there's a mm. psychiatrist who he goes to see and who's sort of explaining like about sort of his uh, condition and basically towards the end of the film you realize you're not watching that at all you're watching something else and when you realize what that is when the penny drops 
I challenge you not to stand up in your seat and go, woohoo! <laughs> Amazing. It's I live for moments like this in the cinema. It's truly a joy uh, that I've probably not witnessed since uh, Samuel L. Jackson turned up at the end of Iron Man. Oh, wow. It's it's on that level. Uh, I think we're going to have to catch it before it goes from Odeon. <laughs> yeah, it's still on. It's still we, on. I think it's done really well, actually. Yeah. Uh, for one of his films, it's done extremely well. It's on course to, for doing 100 million oh, wow. worldwide. Nice. Uh, which he hasn't... He's been box office poison for yeah. years. Um, and I think you'll understand when you see this. <sighs> I would say, like, right now, out of every film that's on right now, you have to see Split. Yeah. Just because... All you have to do is type split into Google and you will ruin, like, you would just ruin or, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm mm. kind of glad that I think, I don't think it's the kind of film, like, loads of people are going out to see. So mm. it's not like you'll be down the pub and someone's just going to tell you about it. Yeah. But I think. Well, it's been quite good, but I think we're not going to chance it. This weekend we are going to go out. We've got a sofa yeah, arriving and as soon as that happens, we're out. <laughs> Yeah, try and do it, man. Try and do it. You you will thank me, and you will text me afterwards and go, "Wow, hmm. I guarantee it, mate." You will thank me for it. Uh, I yeah. I I was just like, I I've got a free night, and I went, and I just because I'd heard so many things about it, I was like, "Shit, I need to see this before I find out something." Because <laughs> uh, and and it, and it, I don't want to oversell it yet. It's not like yeah, the best no. film ever. Um, it, it's a, it's a pretty solid horror movie. Hmm. Um. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I even saying that is t- probably saying too much. Yeah, no, but it's it, fine. It's fine. Yeah, but it, no, but no, it also no. it it also though what what is quite funny about it is that it also uses. Okay, we all know like Shyamalan does the big twist ending. Yeah, uh, so there's there's a bit of that, but also he also has a bit of a trope in um in films like uh in Signs where the thing that the person does is the thing that they do to get out of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. you know where yeah yeah um so like there's a bit of that in there as well so it's very Shyamalan yeah it's almost like a parody of itself mm. and uh of course he shows up in it at one point as a cameo he always does because he's a uh, Hitchcock obsessive mm. um but he's as close as we've got to Hitchcock these days I think yeah. um well now now that he's back on form of course mm. so yeah uh, great for Shyamalami <laughs> yeah cool all cool. right I'll stop there then <clears throat> This has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can also hear myself, Marcus and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality on the Not Playing Podcast and Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. <laughs> Lift off. No, I just had a really nice Hagen Dars ice cream. Oh, nice. Uh, they they're new, so I thought, oh, I've got to give them a go. Well, speaking <laughs> of giving things a go, I'm trying the Jet Black Heart by Brewdog. We're not sponsored by these foods and drinks by any kind. Oh, let's see the label. Uh, oh, 
Oh, you probably can't see it. I'll put it near the camera. Yeah, I can, just about. Oh. Oh, yeah, I've not heard of that. What is it? An oak? Oh, it's a stout. Nice. It's a milk stout. Cool. Is I literally it strong? picked it up from Tesco. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I'm on the red wine myself. 4.7. Oh, so it's not too bad. It's not too fairly bad. sessionable. Cool. You, you have to let me know what it's like. That's not bad. It's not but bad. I noticed they've got quite a few different ones in Tesco's now. Yeah, they should probably Tesco uh, seem to be uh, doing well. Yeah, I need to. I need to sort of go out and buy beers and chill them and be a bit more organised. But <laughs> that said, we did a brew the other day, and I've got twelve litres of black IPA coming my way in the next couple of weeks. So nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got a weird IPA in the fridge called. Um, Something like absolute black or something weird like that. <laughs> I oh, just I saw that, that in Tesco and thought, oh, sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally cool. just bought some beers. All right, cool. Right. Yeah, all right, let's get on with it then. <clears throat> At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.